Hi there, welcome to the Raven's Call. I'm Eric Wordweaver Shervin, guilty of the Ridgar folk here in East Texas, and I will be your host. This is a show where I ramble on about different heathen-related subjects, just kind of whatever strikes my fancy or sets my mind on fire at the time. Big UPG warning at the beginning of these episodes, like always, I'm not what you would call a hardcore recon, I'm not what you would call a fluffy bunny. This is heathenry the way that I see it in the modern day. And what I, I like to refer to myself as a modern heathen. And, uh... That's, that's where I'm at. I'm forging my way now and just sharing a little bit of that journey with you guys. So housekeeping stuff, if you like what you see, if you like these videos, if you enjoy, please hit subscribe, ding the bell, thumbs up the videos, share them around, uh, get it out there, let people see it, and more people will see it, more people will come to the channel, etc., etc., etc. Helps the channel out, all that fun stuff. Not that it really helps out monetarily because, well, I don't make any money off of this, but still, you get the idea. Anyway, Onwards and upwards. Let's talk about today's subject, shall we? Now, <clears throat> today's subject is a follow-up to a previous one that we did like two weeks ago. We talked about uh, looking at omens and seeing omens outside the box. And uh, I had a follow-up conversation with the guy that gave me the idea on that one, the cat. You guys have heard him on here before and he's talked to me about it. And he gave me an idea for another take on uh, this whole thing. Different kind of point of view and that's something that I've had some experience with myself that uh, I know he has I know some other people have and that is the fact that not only do we have to examine omens from outside the box we need to look at blessings from outside the box we need to think about blessings and how that plays out in the real world the practical pragmatic application of luck and blessing within a heathen context in modern society. That's an interesting thing, and it's something that I've touched on in previous videos, though I haven't done a specific video that you can seek out and go, well, this is a video he did on this subject. You know, I'm, I'm learning that there's a lot of things where I have some pretty, um, pretty good points and things like that, but they're buried in other videos. Um, and so it's not necessarily that easy to go through. I don't have like a hardcore set video that's like, hey, this is a good reference point that you can go to uh, for this specific thing, which is why I've started doing some of these others that have turned out to be a little bit shorter, a little bit smaller, but that's because I'm, I'm pulling out a specific piece and being like, hey, this is a video on this subject. So I started doing this some last year with some of my other subjects. Um, and then of course, there's still gonna be some coverage some overlapping coverage of things, um, big overarching subjects, and then going back and cherry picking out specific points that we need to discuss in some more detail. And this is one of those things, how, you know, we talked about with omens and whatnot, that we needed to look in different ways because if you begin to expect one thing, you're not going to necessarily see the message that it come when it comes from a different avenue. And so all of this was in how do we tell that the message has been received? How do we tell uh, the communication between the gods? But there was something even more, uh, Im almost more important, that we didn't even touch on. And that is blessings. Blessings. How to recognize blessings. Because this is something that, you know, I, I will give it to them, uh, those of the more Judeo-Christian bent focus heavily on, you know, you're blessed, you're blessed, you're blessed, and tell why and how and all of this stuff. And um, we don't necessarily do a whole lot of that within heathenry, um, largely because it is kind of a rebirth kind of thing. 
and we don't I think a lot of folks don't necessarily understand uh, where blessings are coming from and what form that takes in the first place. So um, here's the gist of it. When we break it down, like I've, told, I've talked about in different, uh, different videos on rituals and things like that, festivals and whatnot, when we do a ritual, when we give offering to the gods, because I'm going to look at the blessing of the gods first in specifics. When we look for the blessings of the gods, what we're asking them to do is accept our gift, accept our sacrifice, accept the energies that we have put into this thing, and to gift us luck in exchange. It's the luck that is the blessing to us, all right? Similarly with the ancestors, when we give offerings to the ancestors, what we're asking them is to bless us as their descendants with luck. We're asking for a store of that family luck to be invested in us so that we can take it and build on it and then add more to the family line. Similarly with the gods, if they gift us with luck, that makes us stronger and improves the gifts that we can give them in recompense later on. I mean, it's a building thing. It, it builds upon itself and... The strong make the weak stronger, which makes the strong stronger, and everybody climbs up together kind of thing. You know, the gods bless us, we become stronger, we give better gifts to the gods, the gods gain more from that, and then they give more to us, and boom, ba-doom, ba-doom, and we both climb together. Um, figuratively speaking, that's not exactly how it works, but you get the idea. Um, <clears throat> so, luck is the currency. Luck is what we're talking about now, because luck is the currency of life. This is something that is, is not a modern Western worldview philosophy kind of thing. It is something that is, I think, not drawn enough attention to in modern society. We don't necessarily think about our luck enough. We don't... Little things about sending our luck with people or our blessings or our well wishes and kind of things like that have been lost, the importance of those things, because luck is the currency of life. You know, luck is the payout on things. Let's explore why. Let's explore how. Because that's what the essence of blessings are, is the impartment of that currency of luck upon us. And then our expenditure of luck to help build our store of luck you think about luck as a currency in that respect, it kind of begins to make a little sense in that. If, if you have a store of energy that is a currency, you know, dole it out, you invest it to do good things, and then it feeds back on itself. Um, good things happen to you. And that's one of the things, like, you know, one of the guys that I talked to recently um, was going through some stuff, and uh, <clears throat> he had... He, he had a kind of turn of events where he didn't end up with a whole lot uh, in his hands. He just didn't, he, he was having to make some major life changes fairly quickly and uh, just didn't have a whole lot there. And so, I mean, it wasn't that he couldn't get it, but he was in a pinch in a pickle. And so, you know, through his own you know, ritual approaches and things like that, put a call out for some luck and then, you know, went on about his business. Well, all of a sudden out of nowhere, his coworkers, you know, catch wind of what's going on in his life, and they go, "Hey, man, you need you need these things," and so they gift him stuff, you know, like tables and chairs or bedding or you know, money, 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 straight up money, um, stuff to get by, stuff to get started again because of some fairly significant life event stuff. Uh, he ended up needing kind of a fresh start on some stuff. 
Uh, and so he got that. He got that leg up that he needed. And it came from the people around him. It came from people that he had spent time building relationships with. People that he had built Gefrain with. People that he had established ties of weird with. And when the time came, his luck paid out. Because all of that that he built up with them, they started paying back in. All of that that he'd invested, they started paying back in. And some of them paid more than he paid out in the first place uh, because they were putting seeds out to build their own luck going forward. And this is a beautiful thing when you see it play out. I myself have experienced some stuff like this because you guys, those of you that have listened to a couple of my stories, uh, have seen the Storm Chasers or the Storm Riders uh, story that I have up on the whole weaving words side of things, which I really need to get back to. Anyway, the Storm Riders story tells the story of how my house was taken by a tornado and we rode along with it, all of about pick up and slam down, but still totaled house, all that stuff. Anyway, on the other side of all of this, uh, the house is totaled and we have to get all of our stuff out. So I put a call out to those individuals, just kind of a blanket, hey, uh, everybody that I've got Gefrain tied with, I need help. And so like almost a dozen people showed up to help us move stuff out of our now decrepit and derelict house, uh, as it has now a disaster zone. So we off, offload all of that into trucks and into cars and vehicles, SUVs, get it out of there. And it's only made possible by the gefrain that I built up with these people. The luck established helped that. And this is where the blessings come in. All right, when you give offerings, when you build your gefrain, relatively speaking, with the ancestors or with the gods and goddesses, when you build your relationship, the reciprocal gift giving, when you exchange luck with them, then they bestow upon you some more luck. And when the time comes that things get rough, when you put a call out, there's somebody there because you're like, spend some luck, look who shows up. Um, it's not something you have control over. It's almost like uh, kind of a chaotic magic kind of thing where you just put a call out and feed some mana in. If you think of luck as the mana for the spell, I uh, feed a little mana in, say the mantra, and then see what comes out the other side, you know? Um, kind of like fey magic in that respect in some ways, I guess. Because, uh, you know, you may make the deal, but it's not necessarily going to come out the way you want. And that's just the thing. Just like omens, we can't look for the blessings to be what we expect of. You know, in modern society, there's a disconnect, a misconception with regards to like prayer and offering because a large of it is Judeo-Christian kind of focus on things. Some of it is the secular secularization of Christianity in modern Western culture. Um, I know that sounds crazy because you're talking about the secular church and a desecularization of it, uh, but there is kind of a disconnect between kind of modern uh, widespread Christianity and the church, as it were. And so there's some misconceptions, you know, it's like such a zeitgeist for the society uh, that some people aren't even really Christian, don't even really consider themselves Christian, but still do Christian things. Anyway, there's this thing about, you know, prayers and then expecting prayers to be answered. You know, pray to the God, their God, and expect something in return, you know? 
for us, make offerings to the gods, and we ask for luck in return. We're not looking for something specific, we're, acti- we're asking for luck, because luck is the currency that will get us through hard times. That's why we do rituals throughout the year. It's not just a ritual for, hey, I need a new car, I'm going to go do an offering to the ancestors to see if somebody will uh, help me inherit a car or something like that. No. It's, I mean, yes, you go to the ancestors and say, I'm coming on financial hardship, we cast you some, some offerings, and any luck that you can impart upon me would help me do better and therefore build the legacy of our family. So please, any luck that you can kick my way to find the financial solvency to do what I need to do, uh, that I may buy a car or happenstance into a car which will leave me more uh, relaxed financially and able to do the things I need to do to be better and blah, 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 forward, forward. That's how that works, you know? You may, if you go in expecting one thing, then when it pays out a different way, you're gonna miss it. You're not gonna go, oh, that was that. Because that's the thing. It's paying out luck. Luck. That's what you're getting. You're not getting a car, all right? You're not gonna go to your ancestors and pray for a car. You're gonna go to your ancestors, give offering, and ask them to bestow you with luck, and then pay attention, because it's not immediate. It takes time. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're gonna happen on that car that just happens you can afford it. Or you're gonna come across this clunker uh, that's not ideal, but it'll get you through, you know? Um, you may happen into a good check, and all of a sudden you can make that payment that you need. You may suddenly find yourself uh, light a bill because, you know, suddenly a loan's paid off, and or, you know, um, you get an idea on how to make a little side cash, a little side hustle, out of the no, out of nowhere. You wouldn't normally have thought of it, but all of a sudden, boom, there it is, side hustle, let's make some cash. Then you can get the car, or at least mobile enough to do what you need to do to make the goals happen on down the line. See what I'm getting at? Luck plays out, but it doesn't necessarily play out the way we think it does. Um, my buddy <laughs> likened this to the whole mysterious ways uh, philosophy. And I'm like, yeah, kind of, kind of. There's some mysterious ways element about it. Uh, but it's not necessarily mysterious ways. If you understand the currency is luck and that the payout is luck, then all you're looking for then is where the luck spends to make things happen. Where does the spell that the luck powers spit out the result, you know? Um, it's more like a pachinko machine than anything else. Put the luck in and figure out which one it lands in. You're going to land in something, uh, but it's going to come out somewhere, but where is not exactly certain. And so the gist in all of this is that <clears throat> you get the car in the end, or at least mobility, uh, which is really the thing. It's not even necessarily the car you need. What you need is reliable mobility so that you can get done what you need to get done so that you can keep going and doing what you need to do, right? Even if it's like, I need a car because I need to get to work and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden you happen on to, hey, they just opened up a new bus line that runs directly by my work. Is it ideal? No, but it'll work. Um, or you happen onto that friend who's like, hey, look, until you can get a, a ride, you can carpool with me and I'll take care of you. Luck pays out. Luck pays out. That's how it is. 
And that's, that's luck. And that's what the blessings are. That's what our gift from the gods is. The currency. And because this is their system. They built this system. They understand this system. So they'll feed in the currency we need to make the system run. Because they're not going to necessarily do it themselves. Because we can misspend our luck. We can miss opportunities that were a result of our luck. You know, you can, you can happenstance onto the one thing that would fix what you've got going on. Say you made an offering to your ancestors to bless you with the mobility to be able to get to work and stuff like that. Somebody <coughs> offers you a clunker, a side of the road clunker for 500 bucks and you pass on it because you're waiting to see where the ancestors are gonna drop this car in your lap. Or, you know, somebody offers you a bike, free bike and you pass it up because you're looking for a car somebody offers you a scooter and you're waiting for a car no mobility they gave you mobility you had a chance at mobility and you passed it up you know you passed that opportunity up um and that's the biggest thing is missed opportunities opportunities come our way because of our luck luck buys the opportunities it is up to us in our actions in our application of luck and weird to take action on opportunity and to actualize the possible future that that branching point represents i've really got to sit down and do my whole heathen causality thing <laughs> um, i've got wibbly wobbly timey-wimey stuff anyway grabbing these points of causality grabbing these points of opportunity that are brought about by our luck. Our luck gives us the currency to buy our way into that opportunity and then we move from there forward. And so that's what these blessings are. You can't necessarily look at it and be like, hey, heal my cousin or you know, heal my wife or whatever like that. Because the gods typically are not gonna do that. They're not. But they will fuel you with the luck to find the right doctor, to find the right medication to find the right holistic healing thing. Um, maybe, if it's something that can be overcome with luck. Uh, some things just can't be. And, you know, sometimes it's a matter of, you know, infusing that person with enough luck to catch the right, right upswing and then they get on the mend, you know? Their luck pays out and they start to heal better, kind of thing, you know? Um, but it's all fueled by luck. It's all fueled by luck. And that's why I don't think Enough emphasis is placed on our luck these days. Um, the, I, I think the mentions that we see of it in the lore are there for like some specific reasons because it's a heady, heavy thing. But even then, the authors writing stuff down didn't fully understand the importance of luck in that context. And so they didn't focus on it like they should have. Um, and I don't think today people really get it like they should. And... That's why I, I focus heavily on luck in things. But luck is one of the hardest things to explain because it's luck with a capital L. It's not happenstance. It's not craps or roulette. It's not gambling uh, luck. Although your luck can influence gambling elements like that. Um, luck in general is that store of energy, that store that you get from your Orlog, from the gods, from your own deeds, that internal battery of energy that you expend on life around you, and through that, interact with the world. If you are out of luck, then your opportunities dry up. If you are out of luck, or you have bad luck, 
then opportunities turn bad for you. You know, these things where you normally could get in because you have enough, you, you must have this much luck to get through this door. Um, mm -mm, falling on your face. Make sense? Um, for those that are listening instead of watching, what I mean is uh, it's like the whole roller coaster ride thing. You must be yay tall to get on the ride kind of thing. You must have this much luck to get on uh, this particular opportunity path. And that's not, I mean, it's that's trying to codify it into concrete terms when it's an abstract thing. It is not easily codified, okay? It is not the kind of thing that you can sit down and go, this is exactly what this means. Let me put in three sentences the essence of luck. I can talk for hours on end and still be exploring different nuances and elements of luck, and then like three hours from now we both may have some kind of revelation that takes us in a completely different direction, and all of a sudden we gain a deeper insight into the core of what luck truly is. And so, yeah, no, this is a, it's an ongoing living, breathing thing that we're constantly thinking about because it's like the force. It's everywhere. It's the currency of life. It is, it is the give and take. Um, it's luck. You know, you expend luck to do things. Um, mostly opportunities and act, making those opportunities actualities and then bring them into reality. Um, you know, we, we expend luck to bring possible, ephemeral, ephemeral possibilities into reality. Sort of. Man, it's complex. So I hope you guys understand just the scope of what I'm trying to, to convey here. And uh, the essence then becomes as we do our rituals. You know, I like to bring it back to, well, what does this mean for us as modern heathens? What does this mean for us in today's society? As we go forward, what do we take from this? You know, why are we doing this, Eric? Because I always come back to the why. Why are we doing this? Why, why are we talking about this? Why we're talking about this is because we build rituals. We build festivals. We do all of these things throughout the year, and we have purposes behind those. We have reasons for those. And I try to help you guys understand why we do these rituals, why they are important. And I try to come at them from little different angles so that you understand these little nuances and why each one of them is so important and why these things play out, but also why we need to look at things differently to see the payout of those rituals, to see the benefit of why we do that, all right? So we've talked about before whole, you know, reciprocation with the gods, gift exchange, etc., 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 and why we hold those rituals. But why do they value, why do they matter so much to us here is that influx of luck, um, plus the whole perpetuation of reality feeding back into the causality of reality. Um, that sounds like a great band name, causality of reality. Mm, I love it. Anyway, as <clears throat> 80s nouveau kind of thing. Anyway, <laughs> horrible. Um, the gist here is that we get the luck from the rituals and that pays out in different ways on down the line, but we don't necessarily see that except in hindsight on down the road. And that's kind of the, when you feel the ritual, it's why the omens aspect in the previous video was so important, is because that's how you tell when the blessing's been given. Um, you look for the omens, you're just like, all right, cool, we're good, it's a deal kind of thing. And then as things turn out on down the line, 
it's a long term it's a long game thing it's not an immediacy kind of thing it's a long game thing and then you see in the payout at the end that you know okay my luck is is doing pretty good because here i am in hard times and then all of a sudden out of nowhere i got buddies coming to my rescue um, uh, my car just happened to make it so far i just happened to get a check that's going to handle this you know something good happens to help me weather and get through and survive the rough stuff so that i can keep going and then my surviving this ordeal helps to breed my worth and breed more luck going forward so that little investment of luck from the gods or goddesses means that i go through this ordeal and make it on the other side they have a little vested and you know a little investment in that and then i come out the side even stronger which means that i am more capable of giving stronger sacrifices to you know, the ancestors of the gods and then they reap their reward so it's an investment piece kind of thing again currency so as we go forward and we build these festivals don't expect to see you know an immediate response for whatever you've put your offering out for i would urge you not to ask for specifics in your rituals to begin with at least not with the gods um except for maybe like big stroke things because they tend to deal in big stroke things like all right i'm gonna infuse some luck towards your crops i'm gonna infuse some luck towards your livestock kind of thing you know um, big big wide sweeping things um, more specific things you go to the ancestors for but think about that luck is currency thing uh, think about that whole how that plays out element and then build your ritual around gaining the luck and gaining the blessings of your ancestors so that you have the luck to get through whatever's coming up uh, because they're going to be more likely to kick luck your way for more mundane day-to-day -day things because they have a vested interest in you getting where you're going. Um, the gods tend to infuse more on a grander scale, which is why you see a lot of people focus on like tribal interaction with the gods, tribe-to-tribe -tribe interactions. Um, it's bigger, you know, lump sums kind of thing, you know. Um, that's a whole conversation for a different day. So anyway, uh, I'm not going to ramble on anymore because uh, this one's kind of walked all over the place, but it keeps coming back to that key point of the why being the luck exchange and what luck means within that context. So blessings and luck in a modern heathen context. So I hope you guys found this useful in some way, shape, form, or fashion. I do realize uh, that there's a lot of oversimplification in this, but there kind of needs to be to put something in a bite-sized chunk on YouTube. Um, could you imagine if I tried to put this in like a five to 10 minute video, uh, how much I would have to just take for granted, uh, assume or let you go look up terms or dumb down and water down in order to be able to get it out there. Be like, mm, yeah, okay, this that, that's not enough. So anyway, I know I'm not necessarily hitting all of the nuances, but we'll come back to it later on and touch on some more if we need to. So in the meantime, thank you all for watching. I really appreciate the support. Remember, thumbs up, subscribe, ding the bell, all that fun stuff down below. My contact information's down there. If you guys send in any kind of mail or anything like that, then of course I'm gonna go ahead and try and show it up on the channel. Uh, when I can, I'll work it in in my recording schedule as I can, and then we go from there. So in the meantime, hail to you all. Thank you. May your hearth fires burn bright.